Hi, I'm the Strategist Cowboy. Today I am going to review a pale ale from St. Fulian Brewery in the town of St. Fulian in the southern half of Belgium called Wallonia. The town is situated northwest in Wallonia, not far from Waterloo, where Napoleon met his fate. And Waterloo is not far from the third Belgian region, the region of Bruges, i.e. the city with this very name. The other bigger region being called Flandern. The beer is called Grisette Blonde. Grisette Blonde is our first and only contestant this week, and an interesting one it is. The Grisette Blonde beer assortment contains water, barley malt, oat malt, hops, and most likely yeast. It also contains rice flakes, lactic acid, ascorbic acid, and inverted cane sugar, whatever that means. Lactic acid is colorless, is a colorless syrupy organic acid formed in sour milk and produced in the muscle tissues during strenuous exercise. Ascorbic acid is a vitamin found particularly in citrus fruits and green vegetables. It is essential in maintaining healthy connective tissue and is also thought to act as an antioxidant. Severe deficiency causes scurvy. So by drinking this beer, I have engaged in both exercise, preserved my tissue and prevented me, me getting scurvy by taking my vitamins. Wow, ladies. And the beer is gluten free. And the beer is also eco certified in the EU. Is this the super beer of beers? What if it tastes good too? There is not much info about this beer on the brewery's website. On Sustia Bloggett's website, you can read that the sales start for this beer assortment was mid-June 2022. It is September 2022 now. This particular beer is good until mid-November 2023, according to the date on the bottle. I purchased this beer in mid-June 2022. The beer has been standing in my cooler since I purchased it. The bottle contains 25 centiliters, i.e. 8.5 liquid ounces. It is a yellow bottle labeled featuring a small bird's head. This beer cost me 24 Swedish kronor, i.e. 2 US dollars and 24 cents. That is $1.05 per 4 ounces of beer. The preferred serving temperature for Grisette Blonde, Grisette Blonde is, according to Systembolaget, 10 to 12 degrees Celsius, i.e. about 50 to 54 degrees Fahrenheit. 
the brewery says nothing about preferred serving temperatures. But in Belgium, babies are born knowing the preferred serving temperatures in ales. The Grisette Blonde beer assortment has got a 5.5% ABV. How about the experience then? It's a very, it's got a very nice aroma. Not so strong aroma, but nice. It's got a two finger tall, two fingers tall head. And the color is uh, yellowish and yellowish and feculent. Uh, I mean, cloudy. Sorry. It's got a little bit of an oatmeal aroma. My first impression is it's it's good, very good. And it's rich. And bread like white bread or uh, wheat bread. Is it yeasty? Yeah, a little bit. It's uh, Also malty, taste on my palate. Uh, wheat, oat, taste, wheatly, oat, big taste. Uh, let me get back to that later on. Uh, sweet or dry. Uh, it's not very sweet, but it's not. Well, it's a little bit dry, but it's good. It's a bit bitter, but not so much as uh, the brewery said it wouldn't be. But it's a little bit bitter, perhaps.
And um, I don't think it's particularly hoppy. But there's hops hops in it. There's hop in it anyway. There's hope in it. Uh, is it candlelight? No. What kind of fruit? Let me see here. What I said about this beer. Uh, actually, I don't sense the cane sugar in it, do I? But it was inverted, whatever that means. Mm. Yeah. So, um, Uh, I'd say that this beer isn't candy-like, it isn't, and um, fruitiness citrus fruit like lemon fruitiness perhaps a little bit It's, there's not very strong tastes tastes in it or flavors in it, but it's it's a good beer. But it's it's not um, it's, it's there's nothing sticking out. The undertone is uh, well, it is are the spices in it. There are some spices in it, I guess. Yeah, there there are. The undertone is. Uh, Well, it's good. I don't know what. Carbonation level, I don't know yet. We'll see if I burp later on. Creaminess, no, it's not. It's perhaps a little bit acidic, which is not surprising considering the ingredients in it. But um, it's half natural, half artificial acidicness in it, in the taste of it. And uh, there are no aberrations, I think. It's the... A little bit complex beer because of the the odd flavors in it one moment excuse me so it's got some carbonation level but not very high not low either i think it's uh, well it's not totally filtered, it's more unfiltered, I think. Yeah. And... Uh, hmm. 
I don't want to throw in too many flavors. into the equation but uh, maybe some no i wouldn't uh, say let's leave it at that what about grading then what do i grade this beer even even though there is not much sticking out in the taste in the flavor of it it's uh it's a it got it's got character. And they know what they're doing in Belgium when they, they, they're brewing beers. Usually their beers are very good. Uh, uh, in, in the top uh, absolute top level of beers. But I grade this beer. Well, I take it for what it is. It's a an acidic beer or sour acidic taste in it, and it's supposed to be. So it's uh, I like it. I give it eight devils out of ten possible. Okay, absolutely don't drink and operate heavy machines military or civilian drink responsibly or not at all don't drink at all if you're underage or pregnant this week's lesson is a technical lesson i call it radar radiation laser and infrared homing. An inertial navigation system, the abbreviation is INS, is a navigation aid that uses a computer, accelerometer and gyroscope. SARH, ARH, PRH, S-A-L-H, I-R, and I-I-R are the abbreviations for the various homing systems. There are five different targeting techniques for missiles and other projectiles against a moving target, plus INS. Let's start with the semi-active radar homing target finder and work our way through the list slash sublist. One, semi-active radar homing. Although most modern fighter jet radars are of the pulse doppler type, most have a CW capability to guide radar missiles. The NATO abbreviation for a semi-active radar homing missile launch is called FOX-1. 2. IR 
infrared homing. 90% of all US losses in air combat over the past 25 years have been caused by infrared homing missiles. Infrared homing means that the missile has got a passive guidance system and therefore cannot be detected. At least not because of the missile's heat seeker or IR apparatus, which detects electromagnetic magnetic radiation in the infrared spectrum, i.e. the spectrum just below that of light visible to the human eye. Electromagnetic radiation is emitted by hot bodies, e.g. like people, vehicle engines and aircraft. IR missiles are often called heat seekers. A passive guidance system like this is a system that does not emit any signals of its own that are reflected back by the target. It only picks up signals that are intentionally or unintentionally emitted by the target. 3. IIR Very modern heat-seeking missiles use imaging infrared, IIR, which can, so to speak, see in infrared, just like the CCD in a digital camera. This requires much better ability to pro process the signals. But IIR can be much harder to trick with decoys such as IR flares. In addition, IIR seeking missiles are also less likely to be tricked into locking onto the sun, which is a common pilot counteraction move against heat seeking missiles. The infrared sensor sits on the top or head of the heat-seeking missile. The NATO abbreviation for an air-to-air -air infrared guided missile launch is called FOX-2. 4. Terminal semi-active radar homing. Some newer missiles, such as the US SM-2 have a terminal semi-active radar homing, TSARH. These TSARH missiles use inertial navigation for the bulk of the distance to the target. And the TSARH system is activated only in the kill phase. 5. Active radar homing. It is rarely the, the only guidance method a missile has. It is often used in the final phase of the missile's path, mostly because the radar transmitter and receiver have to be small enough to fit inside the missile, and because it is battery powered. A lower effective radiated power, or ERP, limits the range. To remedy this, 
Most active radar homing missiles use a combination of command guidance and inertial navigation systems to fly from the launch site up to the face where the target is close enough to be detected and tracked by the missile. The missile therefore requires guidance update via data link from the platform in case the target is maneuvering until the time of deployment of the missile's active radar homing function. Inertial navigation equals navigation aids like a computer, an accelerometer, and a gyroscope. Like all other systems, active radar homing has both advantages and disadvantages. Some advantages are that the tracking of the target can be much more accurate, that the system is resistant to electronic countermeasures, and that the probability of the missile knocking out the target is high. But the disadvantages are that the missile is expensive to manufacture and an aircraft with a modern radar warning receiver will detect the missile. Although since active radar homing is active activated late, it may already be too late for the target to maneuver away from the threat. It also loses effectiveness the closer the target is. The NATO abbreviation for an air-to-air -air active radar homing missile launch is FOX-3. Six, passive radiation homing. With this type of missile guidance, if the target resorts to noise jamming, you can turn the missile into an anti-radiation missile, an ARM, and homing in on the target passively. Such a missile is virtually immune to radar jamming because it turns the jamming to its advantage. An anti-radiation missile is a missile designed to detect and homing in on an enemy radio slash radar source. The opponent's jamming is used effectively as if it were a radio beacon, which reveals the location of the transmitter. This feature is called home on jam. That makes the decision a difficult one for an adversary, whether to respond with electronic countermeasures or ECN. The passive radiation homing function is often made compatible with active radiation homing or semi-active radiation homing. The missile is typically used to knock out a ground-based enemy radar, but also jamming equipment and also radio communication equipment can conceivably become targets. The AGM-88E-AARGM-IE Advanced Anti-Radiation Guided Missile is the most modern variant of the anti-radiation missile that also has the ability to home in on moving targets. Anti-radiation missiles are carried by specialized aircraft for suppressing the opponent, so-called SEED, Suppression of Enemy Air Defenses. 
The primary purpose of this type of missile is to deny the opposing side their air defenses in the initial stages of a conflict so that the chances of successful follow-up airstrikes increase. They can also be used to quickly shut down unexpected SAM systems and SAM is surface-to-air missiles during an air raid. Aircraft that fly alongside attack aircraft to protect them from enemy air defense often also carry cluster bombs and are known as seed escorts. The cluster bombs can be used to ensure that after the anti-radiation missiles knock out the SAM system's radar, the command posts, missile platforms and other components or equipment are also destroyed to ensure that the SAM system remains disabled. The AGM-88E AARGM has a multi-mode seeker as a countermeasure if the adversary's ground radar system shuts down its activity to escape the missile. 7. Semi-active laser homing, or SALH, operates similar to semi-active radar homing. With this technique, a laser is kept pointed at the target, whereupon the laser beam spreads in all directions. The missile or bomb is fired or dropped near the target. When it is close enough for some of the reflected laser beam to reach it, a laser seeker detects, detects the direction the energy is coming from and adjusts the projectile's trajectory toward the target. Laser guidance can be countered, e.g. by using laser-absorbing paint. Through laser warning receivers, the laser beams can be detected, which is followed up by the crew deploying countermeasures, such as smoke screens, aerosol screens, laser dazzlers, and laser jammers. End of list slash sub list. There are also ground-based home-on-jam surface-to-air missiles, such as the Russian Stalwart S-75 Dvina, which is 11 yards long. Continuous Wave Radar CW is a type of radar system where a known and stable continuous wave radio energy frequency is transmitted and then reaches the receiver from some reflective object. Continuous wave CW radar uses Doppler, which makes the radar immune to interference from large stationary objects and a moving swarm. There are two different antenna configurations used for continuous wave radar monostatic radar and bistatic radar. A. The radar receiver antenna is located close to the radar transmitter antenna in a monostatic radar. B. In a bistatic radar, 
the receiving antenna is located far from the radar transmitter antenna. The transmitter is quite expensive, but the receiver is cheap and expendable. This is typically used for semi-active radar homing, including most surface-to-air missile systems. The radar transmitter is typically located near the missile platform. The receiver is incorporated into the missile. Most FMCW radar systems use one transmitter antenna and multiple receiver antennas. The transmitter is continuously on the same frequency as the receiver. Special care must therefore be given to the receiver so that it does not get overheated. ECM and ECCN. ECM is electronic countermeasures. ECCN is electronic counter countermeasures. One aspect of ECCN is to program sensors or seekers to detect attempts at ECM. And if possible, take advantage of counteractions by the oppose, opposing side. The Russian Vimpel R-77 air-to-air -air missile and the corresponding US AMRAAN or AMRAM are programmed to home in directly on radar jamming sources if the jamming is too strong for the missile to find and track the target in the usual way. several types of surface-to-surface -surface missiles, among them Russian and French ones, have home-on-jam capability in that their receiver component from their active radar seeker can be used to home in on enemy radar. It makes it harder for an opponent to resort to ECM. Thank you and see you later, alligator, at a while, crocodile.